2009, we made history with the election of President Barack Obama. He called us to service as there remains much work to do to end unemployment, poverty, and crime in our communities. There's so many books on how we can accomplish this, but this year, everyone's raving about this summer's hottest new book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America by Chicago's own Emmanuel Barbie. A graduate of Northeastern Illinois University, Barbie addresses key ways we back our families and communities. But unlike so many other books on this topic, Barbie captivates his reader, presenting solutions through a riveting life story. It's entertaining, it's different, it's exciting. The perfect book club selection. Don't be left out. Get your copy of The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. Order today at Amazon.com. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm Emmanuel Barbie, the creator and host of this show. This podcast is a solution-based approach to addressing and solving black issues starting in America. This video podcast is also about group interaction, global black unity, kingdom building, and Black empowerment in the 21st century. The grassroots community activist movement is about making black liberation a reality throughout the African diaspora. This is an interactive podcast where we address social issues that are important to black people in the black community. Community safety, urban violence, unemployment, mass incarceration, failing schools, police brutality, inadequate health care and housing, urban gentrification, and institutionalized racism. This podcast is also about educating black people by, by providing a forum in which artists, authors, black business owners, and black Christian leaders, as well as uh, black Muslims, can gather together in a supportive environment. When we say community, we mean it. We are not affiliated with any organizations. We are independent. The grassroots community activist movement incites social change through community engagement that cultivates knowledge, dialogue, and action within the black community, starting in Chicago. Our vision is to incite empathy, thought, dialogue and action through our through our podcast our upcoming film and future black christian business we're on our, we are on the front lines battling corporate radio on behalf of the black community i encourage everyone who is listening or watching this video podcast to please subscribe to my mixcloud page my youtube channel and my link link tree page which provides the link to all of my major sites please share this video podcast with all of your friends on all of the social sites that you are on this will help get the the ball rolling i do this show in order to network with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups it's convenient because you can participate listen or watch this video in the privacy of your home Tonight's presentation, How the Coronavirus Exposes Black America Unpreparedness, 
yet again and what we can do about it. Since we are all on lockdown slash self-quarantine, let's use this time wisely. Before I go into my presentation, I want my listeners to know that our thoughts and prayers goes out to the victims and their families of COVID-19. In these uncertain times, we're still doing something that matters. We remain dedicated to make our listeners make sure that our listeners are safe and informed. That being said, we still need your help in spreading this video podcast and most of all, encourage encouraging others to purchase my revised book, The Solution for Black America, second edition, so that I can do all the things which I have written. We can get we can get through this if we support each other. Once this virus is cleared up, I would take my virtual Christian socialist organization to the next level, the big screen. This virus is a real wake-up call for black America. My message here on out is either heed or perish. Those in the black community who refuse to be a part of the solution, we will pray for them, show them tough love, and keep it moving. I just don't have another 28 years to waste. As we see time and time again, whenever there is a major crisis, you see non-black organizations on the front line. For example, in the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, the genocide in Darfur, and what I continue to speak about on my online talk show. Where are the black nonprofit organizations when it comes down to solving black issues at the local level? What exactly is the Congressional Black Caucus doing for the black community? The grassroots community activist movement will take the lead in reclaiming our culture and unite with other like-minded brothers and sisters who are overlooked by those so-called black leaders. We need a black culture revolution for the hearts and minds of our young black people starting in America, but specifically in Chicago. If anything we we could learn from this coronavirus is that it's time for black people to unite or per- or perish, bottom line. America is in survival mode because of the coronavirus. Many states in America are on mandatory lockdown slash self-quarantine. Places like New York, California, Illinois, Florida, and Louisiana. The coronavirus has exposed a lot of things about American culture. I watch in the news talks about how young people in Florida were not taking this virus serious, having parties at the beach as well as in their homes in in my home city, Chicago. Come to find out, many of them have contracted the virus. The media has caused a panic among the public because of the images and rising death tolls in Italy, Spain, and New York. I witnessed firsthand how people are are behaving at the grocery store. When I went to Walmart to get some basic items, I noticed the shelves were empty. People were hoarding toilet paper and water. All of this all reminds me about 
what I've been talking about for the past 28 years, the same message that Adolf's American descendants of slaves have been advocating. When black Americans were discussing black reparations, career politicians told us that there needs to be a study in the forms of H.R. 40, yet there were no study to pass $2 trillion stimulus to save the American economy. Major corporations are on steroids with the coronavirus outbreak. Businesses are using this crisis to, to put pressure on the public to give them all kinds of unethical concessions. The coronavirus has shown us how much authority our government has over us. They tell us that we can't go to work, we can't travel, and they and they can impose martial law nationwide if they want to. The business community were unprepared about this pandemic because during the Clinton administration, the financial elites decided to outsource American manufacturing jobs known as NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement. Don't take my word for it, do the research. I live in the information age. Many manufacturing jobs went to, to um, Mexico and they also went to uh, China. As a, as a consequence, the medical community in America was unprepared. Many hospitals were lacking surgical masks, gloves, and ventilators. Now let's take a deeper look into the social issues which this virus has exposed. You have in New York Attorney General Letitia James. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. That's L-E-T-I-T-I-A. Letitia James, a black woman who has created a hotline for Asian Americans who are facing discrimination and bigotry after the coronavirus outbreak. Notice all of the special legislations given to Asian Americans after a few weeks of backlash. The Asian community is worried because their businesses is the only thing which is sustaining them since they are few in numbers. They are demanding special legislations for their group. They are on, uh, on edge that this virus is going to cause an socioeconomic shift, meaning China will no longer be the manufacturing hub. American companies will bring back those jobs that they have outsourced during the mid-80s. There's no amount of leverage China, Japan, or Vietnam has to make American corporations to continue doing business with them. The grassroots community activist movement does not support bigotry or racism. But this is proof yet again that we as black people are treated like a third and fourth class citizens in a country that our ancestors built. 400 years, black people in America have been dealing with institutionalized racism, discrimination, and police brutality. Where is our hotline? There was no hotline created for black Americans when Mr. Lee was punching and, ki and kicking Keisha in his nails salon. Obama 
Our first black president in America gave us false hope that change will come or change has come in, in the um, in the White House. Yet black the black community is under attack nationwide due to urban gentrification, which means non-black people have that have a higher income can take over our existing black districts because of the increase in rents and property value. Now let's look at the Congressional Black Caucus. They are in they are in name only and they are not doing anything for the black community because they are in the pockets of the financial elites. Their focuses their focuses are on advocating for illegal immigrants, people who are breaking the law. Illegal immigrants have sanctuary cities created for them, created by the Democratic Party. Why is there no sanctuary cities for black people? We need new black leaders at the local level who care about rebuilding the black community and putting our interests first, putting an end to corruption and abuse of power and fighting for community safety. That's what we're going to do in the grassroots community activist movement. And that's what I've been pushing for the past 28 years. The grassroots community activist movement will become the grassroots community activist institute. And we will take the lead in rebuilding the black community and create an economic base starting in Chicago. We're going to use our minds, voices, and natural talents and skills skills to select our own representatives at the local level. Rakai's mission is to eradicate urban violence in Chicago through our programs and services, if given a chance. But how can I do this when I'm, I'm unable to find qualified black middle-class professionals to join my management team? This is why the main reason why I wrote my story since my book is barely selling, all I have left is to get my 501c3 application approved by the IRS so that I can begin soliciting angel investors and sponsors to invest 400000 for my film project. More than likely, they will require me to water down my story, but since I lack support from our people, black quote-unquote black people, I have no choice but to comply if I want my story to be shown on the big screen. All of the proceeds from the film would put me in a better position financially to hire black middle class professionals, purchase property in Chicago as well as in Africa, buy equipment uh, in order to make sure that this business will be effective and successful for years to come and that can be passed down from generation to generation because wake up call again black people in America only have 2% of the nation's wealth white America has 90% of the nation's wealth so I mean this is the major problem that's going on black people don't want to talk about that I understand you know we want to focus on um, you know, religion and spirituality, but as uh, a Christian socialist, I like to balance things, and that's what this organization is all about, balancing the natural with um, spirituality.
the Grassroots Community Activist Institute will raise the standard in Black America and Africa. Our objective is to strengthen the Black family and promote opportunities in the African American community. Grakai will support local residents who are members and in need of emergency food and basic supplies, interim housing slash shelters, primary health care services, utility assistance, and support for black children, ensuring that resources go where they are needed. Rakai will offer sound pro programs, providing uh, training for leadership and policy making in society and for management and serving as a resource in the African-American community. Rakai will promote the best of black culture, art, art, uh, exhibitations, seminars, workshops, and live performances. Rakai will offer music studio, digital photography, fashion, computer graphics, filmmaking, poetry, spoken word, journalism, and water-based painting through rigorous civic engagement and interfaith intercultural activities. Rakai will prepare our students to become global citizens and visionary leaders. On the spiritual side, Yahshua, or Jesus, they call him that as well, has called me to make an impact in the black community and in the marketplace through my Christian business. The reason why I say my Christian business because he gave me the vision and I claim ownership. It's also this business is also based on my personal life experience. Um, the black church has its own government system and is governed by apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Many people grow grew up in the church acting out of order. Are acting out of order. We are living in perilous times. As soon as we establish the Grassroots Community Activist Institute in America, the sooner we can discuss expanding it to the motherland and make Africa great again. My limited resources to reach brave and smart black people and my podcast as a platform to recruit qualified black middle class professionals in America as well as worldwide and to make and to bring the desired change the black world is craving for in this trying time. Grakai will operate under these guiding principles. Think local first. We will serve our community and maintain a district market inch by supporting locally owned black businesses and, and encouraging trade within the black community. We will encourage our members to recirculate money in our community, promote community safety, engage in, the, in neighborhood activities, promote art and culture, health and wellness, theater, film, urban life, and meet the needs of the community and operate substantially. A sense of belonging. This organization stressed the importance of compassion and treating all of our members as unique individuals. 
Our commitment to the black community includes a deep respect for our culture and providing quality programs and services in a safe and caring environment. Our goal is that our staff feels like family and our members feel like welcome guests in our home. Um, with that said, non-black sympathizers are welcome to be a part of us, but before we allow them into our space, I want to make sure under my uh, leadership that we as black people, we get our house in order first. Again, no one under my leadership will ever have to experience such humiliation and rejection for trying to do something positive in the black community. Those that rejected me for the past 28 years, I forgive you as a Christian, but mark my words, um, as a business owner, you have no place in my organization. That's just how it is. Uh, I take this personal. This is not just business. This is personal. Community. We will rebuild the black community by investing in the black community through our businesses and and having local residents as equal partners through collaboration and cooperation. Rakai will support local residents by providing goods, services, and community gathering space. Innovation. Rakai aims to create a smarter black America by, by producing black entrepreneurs to keep the black community sustainable for years to come. We believe local black business business ownership is good for the black community and to to that end we support public policies that encourage the advancement of black entrepreneurship act local think global health and prosperity can occur only if we work in in concert with our natural environment we understand that our community community belongs to a larger system and we consider our action in light of the fact that they have on being on the well-being of our planet so in other words what I'm saying is that you know we want to be uh, environmental friendly and um, you know we want to promote uh, green jobs uh, through this business as well the only thing which is preventing me from turning my Christian, turning my virtual Christian socialist organization for CAM into a real black Christian business for Kai is the lack of manpower and capital. This is why I turn to social media to get my message out to the public through my YouTube videos, my social groups, my blog postings, my online talk show, my revised book, and now through my upcoming urban Christian film, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War of against Willie Lynch begins. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. This is what I want to be remembered for, fighting against this Willie Lynch mentality within the black culture. The Grassroots Community Activist Institute will be membership-based. Everyone will be screened must and must attend our mandatory orientation and sign the community pledge, no exceptions. No hardened criminals, no active gang members, no urban terrorists, no pedophiles, and no half-steppers allowed in my organization. This is how I get down. This is my contribution back to my community, society, and throughout the African diaspora. 
Um, before I open up the phone lines, I just want to make this uh, clear that um, this organization is, we want to start it here in America first for credibility before we expand to uh, the African continent for credibility, because I don't want to sit up here and um, have to explain myself on the continent. My my actions and the uh, all the things that I'm going to do through this business is going to speak for itself. Um, again, I just want to make sure that uh, I connect with other like-minded individuals. So um, some people might say that, you know, my podcasts or videos are boring uh, to each his own. Again, this is a public um, announcement. Um, Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos is real. This is um, it's dear to me because um, I'm from those uh, inner cities. And um, this is my way of just trying to give back before I quote unquote cut and run. I want to make sure that um, my people that's trapped in American ghettos are treated with dignity and with respect and those that want more out of life, we are going to be there to serve them. Again, we're only going to work with um, black families that want to utilize our programs and services. Those that don't want to be bothered with us, then like I say, we pray for them, show them tough love, and uh, keep it moving. Um, and I, again, I'm only responsible for my members. So if you're not a member, you know, um, uh, peace and blessings, you know, that's all I can say. Um, this organization is um, something that's going to be positive. I want to, again, promote the best of black culture and take back um, all this negativity that, you know, that was hijacked by, you know, our these urban terrorists that's, you know, in our communities that's terrorizing because for them, they glorify, um, you know, the violence and they think that that's what life is all about. And that's not the case. I do not associate with criminals. I do not associate with con artists. So if anyone want to join this organization, I want to make sure that you are on the up and up with me. That's how come you're going to have to sign that community pledge. I don't operate like the next man. Now, we will in time offer a second chance program for ex-offenders for nonviolent crimes, as well as um, former gang members. We'll give them a chance um, to um, come back to the fold to be part of um, the black family as well as homeless individuals that's within the community but again everybody will be treated the same black women will make the same amount of money as black men uh, through this organization through our um, corporate uh, workplace and um Again, the nonprofit cooperative, that's going to be, that's my gift to uh, um, the community. 
and um, the red zone, that's going to be our um, for-profit service-based service business. And that's how I'm going to make my bread and butter. So it's going to be part of it is going to be um, a nonprofit. That's the, um, the green zone. And that's going to be free for uh, our members within the community. And the red zone is how we're going to be able to um, compete and um, with other uh, businesses. But that's going to be how we're going to, um, again, that's how I'm going to make my bread and butter. And that's where, you know, that's what's going to make this organization different because we're going to have a nonprofit and we're also going to have a for-profit. Yes, it's going to be separate because of, you know, that's how things are here in, in America in terms of, uh, well, basically, that's what the financial elites want, you know, you to uh, have so much uh, limit, limit, they put limitations on the nonprofit. So, and again, I have to start it out as a nonprofit. In the book, I said, Rakai uh, was going to be for profit, but I had to change that because I couldn't find investors. And again, you know, I'm just trying my best to get this thing, get the ball rolling. But I've been faithful. I've been uh, to the vision that um, my creator has given me to do. And I've been doing the best that I can. Now, um, my Facebook page is under attack. So I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on Facebook. This is my second Facebook page. I've been on Facebook for uh, 16 years. And, um, you know, uh, hackers and